Quick, Mike, you gotta help me. I got my ding-dong stuck in a fire ant nest. Jesus Christ, Jeff, again? I'm sorry. If you just would do what I told you, instead of sticking your dick in things, and went to Pod Bros Podcasting Network, we wouldn't be in this mess. Pod Bros? What's that? Oh, the burning! It's a podcasting network, Jeff. I've told you this a million times, where you can go and listen to all kinds of podcasts. Really? Like what? Maybe it'll distract me from, from the stinging sensation in my groinal region. Like lettuce and ketchup for the Bob's Burgers? Like Flask Action Heroes? That sounds stupid. Oh! Dave's Nerd Companion and Kapowcast? Our own show? Oh, yeah. I think I remember doing something like that. Listen, the next time you get the urge to just stick your dick in random things, go to podbros.com and listen to some podcast. That sounds like a good idea. Now, please get the salve. Anywho... While Jeff takes care of that, I recommend you all check us out on Facebook at Kapowcast2015, also Gmail account, Kapowcast Podcast, and on Twitter. I'll be right there with the ointment. Check us out on Twitter at Kapowcast. I'm going to go get this ointment and get Jeff's dick out of an anthill. Welcome back to another installment of Kapowcast. Yay. Yeah. I am joined by the normal band of freaks and weirdos. <laughs> hey, guys. Tony Vance. Hi. Jeff Jefferson from Flask Action Heroes. Hello. And Cody. I already said <laughs> hi. I don't care. We are also joined by a very special guest. I'm very excited about this. About time. It's about time. Our dear friend, Eric. That's it. You got a round of applause. That's the first time that's ever happened here. Well, it's because I'm famous. <laughs> How does it feel? Downriver famous, though. It doesn't to be count. Famous? No, to be on this lovely show sitting on their leather couch oh. that's in the garage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he measured it. It feels twice amazing on my bottom. Oh, good. We like to please bottoms. That's, I know you do. That's the main Rub the point of this podcast. Just around. <laughs> Not in the center, just around it. Today, we are going to devote this show to all things Ointment. Sin. Frank Miller's Sin City. <laughs> I, don't I know what you were trying to do. <laughs> the DVD intro. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, now I get it. Um, I got it, too. This is a movie that I think this might be one of the first ones where I think we can all unanimously agree we liked it. Yes. Even Cody. Yeah. It's not a blur to him. I loved it. Cody might actually say more than three words during this podcast. (laughs) I have something to contribute to this one. Uh, I don't know that far. (laughs) So real quick here, when we all first saw it, were any of us familiar with the actual comic book? I was not. No, I I didn't. First I'd heard, like, I saw the posters, I was like, Oh, that looks weird. <laughs> and there was an employee <laughs> showing for it. Good story, Jeff. Based on a true story. Eric, 
Oh no, I, I had never. I mean, I've never been a, that big in the the comic world anyway. But got bad, got bad news for you for the show. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I know. I guess I'm on Cody's team over here. <laughs> no, I'm not high fiving you. <laughs> 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 Sorry. No, but you know, I never. I, I you're gonna find me hanging from the rafters up here one of these nights and feel like really Spider-Man. bad. <laughs> <laughs> he hung himself. He did. It was uh, a very sad issue. Uncle Ben did. <laughs> Continue, Eric. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't even remember how I was like. Wow, that looks great. I probably saw a preview or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony, I before the movie came out, I read two of the books. Really? So you're the one of us who actually had yep any prior knowledge? Yeah. <laughs> Surprising. Mm. Well, I mean, it's just I didn't realize no one had mentioned ever having I uh, read the books. I think I've said it a couple times. Well, I don't pay it. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I, I think I read two of the books. I can't recall which two. It was, I, I remember the Yellow Bastard. Uh, that was one of one of them I read. But I I got somebody I can't remember who. One of my old friends from high school or something of that nature was like, "You gotta read this." <laughs> Did he talk like that a lot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a sloped forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I got this new comic book. You should go read. Hey Tony, check this out. <laughs> Where's your mother? Just talk like that for Tell your mother I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, did you have any prior knowledge of the comic book's existence before you... Not a damn thing at all. And I'm trying to rack my brain right now that... Did we go to an employee showing for that or... Yes. Okay, yeah. I didn't. didn't you bring... You didn't? No. I don't think... Were you working there yet? I was. Were you at it? I think. Okay. I, I saw it with... I think so. I think Eric was there. I'm pretty sure I you were there. Was. Yeah. And Mikey we, was there. We might not have been friends yet. We're still not. No. <laughs> we still openly I mean, hate each other. <laughs> Open mouth hatred. <laughs> My favorite kind of hatred. <laughs> so I, I'm trying to picture this. Like, we were all at the same employee showing, but, but just probably not, weren't not sitting not with each other. other. Except for Tony. I don't have any I know it's weird. of this at all. Really? <laughs> not, not, not at all. Eric has seen some gone. shit. <laughs> That was back in my <laughs> days. You've, you've blacked out um, all the memories of the theater. <laughs> I, <laughs> That's probably what it is. I personally, <laughs> I, I didn't have any knowledge of the comic books. And after seeing the movie, I felt like I could have read the comic books. Because if you haven't seen Sin City, it literally is like they looked at the comic book, they tore the pages off, and they used that for the storyboard. Yeah. And they're just like, make shot it for look shot. like this. I, they took the script, took the dialogue from the movie, put the it colors. on a piece of paper. Yeah, pretty. That's much. the script. They, they did omit a few things, but everything that they did include is basically word for word, shot for shot. Everything that was left out was pretty much for time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like about how otherwise it would have been like a five hour movie. One of the things they did leave out was uh, how much of a dullard Marv really was. How, yeah, how developmentally <laughs> challenged. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he was, was a complete rah rah. He was like, uh, <laughs> he was like, oh, what's it? Was it? Uh, he spent time in an institution. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was like Lenny from uh, uh, Mice and Men. Mice and Men. Yeah. Not to be confused with Lenny. I can see that. Rest in peace. I can see that. Like just from, I, I just I rewatched the movie last night, um, and just from the way the character is in the movie, I could see where that would translate into book form as being that. Type of character, but they probably did it to make him be a little more, bit more. I don't know. Admirable. Yeah, I didn't want to use that word, but do you have the uncut version? Yes, I have. Like it was like the the DVD set, which is why I haven't bought the Blu-ray. It was like a big 
black like uh, box set and it had uh, like had me in your lost. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were it even about Michael Clark. It even came with a. <laughs> it even came with a portion of uh, the big fat kill. In uh, it. Okay, it was a, it's a really nice set. Which was, I don't want to get rid of it. I don't want to. Well, I'll take it. I mean. I there's plenty of sets where I've rebought Blu-ray and I kept the DVD. The superior format. Um, <laughs> but well, let's go breaking it down by story by story because it's three panel by panel. Well, technically four because there's the opening scene with, with Josh uh, Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Does he still make movies? I'm sure he does. I only really liked him in Sin City. Um, Forty Days and Forty Nights. Uh, was that the Adam Sandler movie? Where no, that was that was the one where he was like, "Hey, this uh, this Catholic thing, I'm gonna do it, but give up sex." Oh, oh, I was thinking of Forty First, Fifty First Dates. Yeah, um, no, that movie was terrible. Let's talk about the <laughs> the big fat kill first, since we're on it. Marv story, which is oh, really everyone's favorite. Oh, yeah. or no, wait. that is the name of it. Yeah, Sorry. okay, that's okay. What? Um, I think that, that is like the, most. That's the, that's the wrong name. Is it? It's not the big fat kill. That's uh, the one with uh, Dwight. Oh, that's. Oh, right. you're right. That is. So which which was the one with uh, Marv? Uh, uh, okay. I, I keep I keep wanting to say a dame to kill for, but it's yeah. not a dame to kill for. It's, it's funny because uh, I feel like all the, the titles of the main stories goodbye. are like interchangeable because they all have elements where that would fit. Right. Yeah. It's isn't that the long hard goodbye? Yes. I think uh, yes. Yeah. You're right. That's what it is. Yeah, that was the first. And all of them sound a little sexy. They're all yeah was, some gritty noir title. So the uh, long hard goodbye. That's the first full story we get in the movie. Which follows Marv and Goldie. And Wendy. And Wendy, the twin. That's right. Um, they were not played by the Olsen twins, uh, first in uh, movies mm-hmm. at the time. <laughs> <laughs> this was, I think, this is most people's favorite story in the movie. Would you all agree with that? Yes. Yeah. My second favorite. Second favorite? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think for um, most people, it's a toss up between. Uh, um, that one, Yellow Bastard. Yeah, the Yellow Bastard Yellow was Bastard. my favorite. It was uh, just so much. It was just so depressing. I loved it. The yeah. uh, the thing about the Marv story, I like. Well, actually, about all these stories, like as I was watching them last night, that I like is all the big villains in it are like, for the most part, people that we view as like a safe haven in real society. You had the religious, political, even the cops. Yep. So that's I. I thought that I've. Looked at that, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of an interesting way." I've never. Really I look up to prostitutes. So. Thought of it, yeah, <laughs> and dancers. Yes, exactly. And uh, Marv story has. Uh, <laughs> they don't the, show their boobs, though. Was on, it the Reverend the Rourke? Uh, yeah, the, that's yeah. one. Bishop Rourke. Bishop Rourke. Bishop Rourke. And the uh, made by Rudger Howard. Wait, wasn't it Cardinal Rourke? Cardinal, Cardinal Rourke. Rourke. Yeah. <laughs> With the, the uh, I swear to God, I watched this last night. <laughs> yeah, thank God you're here, Eric. <laughs> the. Uh, on the cannibal farm with Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a, Elijah a, uh, Wood. Elijah Wood, that was like... Him as Kevin, the evil, yeah. long cannibal man-child. That was amazing. He was horrifying in that movie. And I he, never thought I could be intimidated by, by Elijah Wood. Frodo, Frodo. That's just because he was playing himself in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was, though. It was like the way they had him represent, represented. It was represented. <laughs> represented. Words represented. Like how they had like the just the whited out on the glasses, no dialogue at all, no dialogue, just very creepy. Like, and he moves like a fucking Spider Man, (laughs) man, like a spider monkey or something. Was so great. I loved how like when there was blood in the film, it was white. Yeah, like most of them. Well, in a lot of scenes, it was white. In other scenes, like 
it either be super bright white or actually red. They actually avoided making it red in parts so it wouldn't get an NC-17 rating. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they do it's that a lot, like truth. in Kill Bill, yeah, where it goes black and white. They did that so they could avoid an NC-17 rating. Yeah, yeah. They do that a lot. Had, like, I don't know, a scene in Kill Bill would have had, I don't know, how many hundreds of gallons of blood if they... <laughs> which which scene? They, um, they also, uh, so. they'll, they'll, they'll change the color. Of the blood, the brighter the blood, it'll actually give you a less severe rating. That's so bizarre because so it brings attention stupid. to the blood. But it's not realistic. More cartoonish. Yeah, I guess. Um, so back to uh, the Marv story. I just like the whole aspect of this character that you don't know if he's crazy or not. Oh, he's Should crazy. Should you be rooting <laughs> for him? <laughs> yeah, but they have the whole psychosis. Uh, there's those moments where he's questioning himself, like, is... Am I really going to assassinate a cardinal for a hooker? Yeah, and even, like, is this stuff really happening, or is it all just stuff I kind of imagined? And then it hits me like a kick in the nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Best analogy ever. And I love in each story, too, like, you'll... Well, not in each story, but in a lot of stories, you'll see them walk into the bar, and you'll see other characters that are Uh going to be in the movie later on, or have been in the movie. Or have died at some point. Or have Uh, died. This is done out of sequence, which I thought was really cool. And you know what? Okay, so I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to wait... But I remember seeing it at the employee showing, and I remember people we work with saying that they did not like it because they did not understand it. <laughs> was it really that complicated? <laughs> it's a pretty it was kind of like A plus B equals punch in the face and person getting killed at the end. I mean, it, and keep in mind, like, most of us hadn't read the comic books, yeah. so we didn't know. But it's pretty easy to tell that these are three individual stories happening in a different order. Well, some people are very, very stupid. That's true. <laughs> that's, that. that's like I've said a hundred times about dumbing down everything for the general public. Yeah. So glad they didn't. And it worked out. It sold really well. Um, Critically acclaimed. And then... Uh, really? No Oscar, though. Uh, snubbed for cinematography. I love the, the fact, too, that uh, this, this story sets it up, too, where, like, a lot of cases, the hero, or anti-hero, if you will, gets the revenge, but... At what price in the end? It's classic uh, noir. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, classic film noir on steroids. Because in the yeah, end, that, that uh, was a that was a review I yep. remember reading. That was a negative <laughs> review I remember reading. It said something like they thought it was negative. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a negative review. I saw, I read it before I saw, like the night before I saw the movie, and it was it was something along the lines of it's film noir on steroids. Uh, How is that bad? So, like excessively violent nihilistic. I'm like, How that is sounds that bad? Awesome. <laughs> that sounds like the best thing ever. And it was. <laughs> like, and it is. Well, like, and just to like uh, the part you were, you were like you were talking about Jeff with the blood, where Marv has Rourke's head and he's like, or his neck and he's choking him and the blood's just spewing <laughs> yes. out. And it's very bright, very vibrant, and, and it creates more emphasis emphasis on that moment, and it means a lot more. Then, of course, they arrest him. Um, the visual impacts are very strong in this because they're all taken from panels from a comic book. Exactly. Which is a visual medium. Exactly. And uh, for example, uh, the part where he, uh, Marv is listing off all the tools he has. Yeah, they're actual panels. It's like literally, it's like just yeah. black, black, a black background with whatever items, and then he, my mitts. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that part. That's like one of my favorite parts. His gigantic calloused hands. His gigantic Mickey Rourke hands. (laughs) This movie totally revitalized his It did. It did, absolutely. And then, and now it's it's nowhere again. Oh, yeah. Well, he made The Wrestler, so whatever. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't all for nothing. 
That's, that was another amazing movie. Oh, oh, yeah, movie. It was yeah, fantastic. It's funny because that one movie that Jeff Bridges made, Crazy Heart, Mm-hmm. It was almost scene for scene a ripoff of the wrestler, except for it was a country star as opposed to a wrestler. Huh. And he got an Oscar for it, that and Mickey Rourke didn't get. Yeah, it, it really wasn't as wasn't good. As good. Interesting. Not, not even, not the wrestler even was a close. much better movie. I, I thought it was totally snubbed. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, you know, spoiler alert: Marv meets his demise. But he goes out in the most badass way. <laughs> Double electrocuted. <laughs> Double electrocuted. The first time he calls him, what does he say? He's like, is that all you got? Yeah, you bunch pan- of pansies. Yeah, he calls him pansies. With blood yeah. just pansies. spewing out of his mouth looking like black tar. <laughs> and then they uh, give him the old... I was, oh my God, I hadn't seen this, you know, hadn't read the comics, had no knowledge of it. I was like, oh, they killed him. I was like, oh, this is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And that leads us into the next story, which I mistakenly said was the Marv story, but the big fat kill with um, Clive same? Owen. Clive Owen. What's Clive Owen? Is that the order? Yeah, in? yeah. That was the next one. It had uh, um, Benicio Cl- del Toro Are you sure pounding. About that? Well, it opens with Bruce Willis's story, yeah, and then it, and then, it then Marv's, then it goes to. Oh, geez, the side of sequence stuff is giving me. A headache. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm trying to keep it <laughs> as streamlined. Quentin Tarantino, call in and straighten us out here, please. Good segue. Because uh, <laughs> we have him online too. <laughs> hey, I hate Disney. It did not. Uh, Tony, Tarantino. I'm totally with you on that Star Wars sucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> did not Quentin Tarantino uh, special direct, special guest director for the car scene, I believe? Yeah. yeah. In Talking this to one? the corpse of Benicio Del That Zero. whole scene. <laughs> Beautiful. It was. I love that. See, that scene. should have gotten an Oscar nomination. Cody, you're shaking your head. Yes. Oh, I, I'm just. I'm being positive for once. I was like, yes, <laughs> I love this. This Guys, is good. We can really this is what comic book movies should be. I agree. Um, you just take it, Robert Rodriguez. It all be well, sensitive. movies. <laughs> yeah. I loved. I just love the part, you know, where uh, Benicio del Toro's character, Jackie Boy, they come in and being all he badass. He was an amazing. He, he was great in it, and yeah. he goes to take a piss and. Clive Owen Dwight comes out from the back and straight razor. <laughs> straight razor, like I'm Shelley's new boyfriend, and I'm completely out of my mind. Man, rest in peace, he's, Brittany Murphy. Back he's like, you know, oh, yeah. what does he say? You know, you're rest making a peace. You're making a big mistake, and Clive Owen says, no. He's like, you made a first mistake. You didn't flush, and he puts his head in his own piss in the toilet. It just has that weird shot of Benicio del Toro's head shaking it all around with a cigarette. With a cigarette. <laughs> I think that that shot's also uh, right in, right from. Oh, the yeah, I believe too. it. The toilet shot. Yep. Well, then, too, the one Robert shot. Rodriguez, his obsession with getting it panel for panel just yeah. worked out well, so well. and Frank Miller was also yeah, he was, a director they, on yep. it, too. And an actor. Yep. Um, but, like, uh, the one part, too, where uh, Brittany Murphy's character is peering out the window and Dwight's standing there. Like that, the, Her stance and everything about that looks something directly out of the comic book, mm-hmm. like how she's arched, how she has her hands, and everything, and the way the I wind's blowing. I studied her body extensively, too, during this scene. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's... I never found her attractive. Go fly a kite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just so perfect. <laughs> kind of raccoon eyes. The whole, That's uh, what I liked. I liked her drugged out <laughs> Yeah, it's because she was slowly dying of an un-fucking uh, medically... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Drug she, use? No, she wasn't a drug addict. That was the thing. There was no drugs in her system when she died. Actually, there's a big conspiracy theory where they think oh, she was Oh, her abusive by boyfriend, him. yeah. No, her boyfriend was, it was her boyfriend died too. They think it was a mother-in-law that did it. Oh, wow. Um, huh. That's another podcast, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, wrong out of podcast. <laughs> and, then the, and then it ties into 9-11. You know <laughs> <laughs> the, the more I think about it, right. the more I really like this story too. 
the more I like think about it, because it does have that whole scene with uh, Dwight and Jackie's dead body in the car. Chatting sm- it up. Smoke girl always smokes. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, the chips are down. His head's going back, and you can see the cut in his neck. And it's white. And it's like a Pez dispenser, yep. as they say <laughs> in, the, uh, in the movie. Those were some dumb hookers. Those <laughs> <laughs> hookers let you down. Yeah, they didn't even fill up the gas tank for them. Yeah. Oh, that was what pretty. the fuck were they thinking? This is like their asses on the line, too. Stupid hooker. <laughs> imagine it's one of those moments where they're just in such a fluster and hurry that they didn't pay attention to the most important part of him <laughs> getting to the tar pits. I mean, they can have a freaking... Super ninja bodyguard that has years of training, but none of them thinks to fill up a gas tank in a car big enough to f- hide dead bodies in. That whole um, the whole scene where uh, him and his crew gets taken out by Miho. Uh huh. It's just beautiful. She throws that weird like swastika. Yeah, the swastika ninja I star. I turned some heads in that. You know, like, yeah, yeah. that's straight from the comic too. The weird swastika throwing star that everyone's like, why does she have like? <laughs> Well, whatever. <laughs> we'll just go with it. <laughs> well, there's also um, with Mar- Michael Clark Duncan, where he has uh, I can't remember what was the name of Rosario Dawson's character. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. That's all you need to know. Her name was Uneven Nostrils. I, <laughs> I don't. What was her name? I now I can't. Look I pretty, look. pretty lady. When uh, Michael Clark Duncan has her tied up and he has his two cronies, the one guy does have a swastika like really tattooed. Oh, yeah. on his yeah. forehead. Then he gets that arrow shot through. And he's like, "Hey, look at that." You know, Frank Miller really does have like a Nazi motif. I remember uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, Dark Knight Returns. That enormous uh, Aryan superwoman that had the uh, swastikas on her swastika boots. pasties. <laughs> That's it's pretty interesting. She was I awesome. Wonder, um, Great character. No, she she didn't even say a word in that either. No, not really, no. She was just, you know, Nazi sex imagery. Tony, you're awfully quiet over there. He's just thinking about uh, what I'm describing here. <laughs> yeah. I'm painting a picture for him, and he's admiring it. <laughs> Getting half chub, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really Nazi superwomen. <laughs> There's actually... Superior uh, race. <laughs> Superior format. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a uh, deleted scene. You would scene. jerk it out to Blu-rays, wouldn't you? Or I should say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> an alternate scene. You of- can see every like little scar, even the mental ones. <laughs> There's a alternate wow. scene, I believe, of Michael Clark Duncan's character's death in the movie. That wasn't. I don't think that wasn't in the comic. Um, I don't know if it's in a different comic that I had to read, but it was. Yeah, there's an alternate the scene. Is, I think it's more. I think he gets away from where they're shooting. I only watched it once. The alternate yeah. scene. And he gets eaten by an alligator. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but that whole that and flies come out of his mouth. <laughs> the whole like closing part too, where I got that reference. <laughs> where Dwight has you know Jackie's head and there's tape on it. And you're like, why the fuck is there tape on his mouth? Oh, because there's an explosive in it. And he wouldn't shut up after he died. Yeah, that's true. Which that just says a lot yeah. about Dwight's... Oh, yeah, where he tells him to shut up because he knows he's not real. Yeah. And when, he, uh, when the cop pulls him over and he slams on the brakes and his head goes forward, jamming the, <laughs> the part of the gun in even more. Oh. Oh, yeah, the slide of the gun going into his brain. Yes. You see, like, just talking about this story makes me be like, oh, man, I really like this one, too. <laughs> so I don't know if I can really pick a uh, favorite... Out of the I, three, I guess that one, the main three. I don't know. Benicio del Toro, I love it. He's such. A he was a scene stealer in that entire. Oh, he's yeah, a scene really stealer in everything he ever does. The collector in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. <laughs> don't touch it. <laughs> 
What, Cody? Nothing. I'm just still he's, he's enjoying the moment of thinking about Carmine. Rosario Dawson. Yuck. Go in the back. <laughs> Go in the bathroom and get some privacy. But no, um, just overall, still talking about this movie is I think this is how comic book movies should have been. Just, I think you take it exactly like you obviously can't do it with every comic book. That's what exactly. I was say, you can't do it with Because they've tried it and it has failed. Yeah, but. Which ones have they tried and failed at? Well, there's a second Sin City. <laughs> and yeah. then there was uh, The I mean, Spirit. That one was just okay. That wasn't panel for panel. That was just where they tried to take the Spirit and they tried to make it Sin City 2. Yeah. And it didn't work at all. At least not financially. I never watched it. I was going to continue what I was saying, but these oh, two. Oh, I'm sorry. So, again, anyways. I uh, can't remember now. So oh, heaven ahead. forbid we interrupt <laughs> and talk about something. <laughs> So you're saying since it's gone. Now, okay. Okay. Glad I helped. <laughs> Actually, I'll uh, get into this now. Like me and Eric, we talked, I texted you about this a little bit last night when I was watching it. Yes. And the movie is far from perfect. Yar! <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? What the hell? I'm wearing the... a bottle cap over my eye patch <laughs> for the listeners to know what's going on right now. Makes sense. Uh, we talked I was to, just trying to throw Mike off. <laughs> it worked. We talked a little bit about this last night as far as like Sexuality. the dialogue in the movie. Because it's from a comic book and because it's, you know, Frank Miller dialogue, at times it can come off a bit clunky and a bit unnatural. Like a lot of the narrative parts. Well, you, you feel, an alternate universe for crying out well, loud. A lot of the. Uh, Narrative parts at times you f- you can f- you feel like the actor is literally sitting there just reading it yeah. off a piece of paper. Yeah. Well, it's, it doesn't feel you know natural. Well, the fact that their dialogue is their thought process is what makes it hard to do. It's yeah. something that's it's narration. Common in, yeah, I mean it's common in like film noir and stuff like that, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you don't see it in movies that often nowadays with modern actors where they're speaking out loud what they're thinking. And like even in you know if you want to go a little bit outside the realm. But still remained with Frank Miller, like even like the Dark Knight Returns, uh-huh. the animated movie that DC did. At times, once again, you know the Frank Miller dialogue can seem a bit clunky, a bit bizarre, out of place sometimes. Sexist, it works homophobic. It works as a comic book. It works fine. <laughs> and you had said this last night, Eric, that you think if the world wasn't what it was, the dialogue and a lot of the stuff they do in it would maybe seem a bit. Corny or not come off as. Oh yeah, if it wasn't so, it's ridiculously it over so the top, dark and yeah, and over the top and dark. I guess it was, it was saying it might seem a little corny, mm-hmm. but it works. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Rosario Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> and her one nostril that's higher than the other. <laughs> Jeff, well, you, really, you just swipe left on her. How about that? <laughs> He's going to actually swipe Imperfect right. nostril swipe. I'm just, take, I'm just taking it personally that you, you're attacking Brittany Murphy like that. Especially since she's dead and can't fight back. I didn't <laughs> say, like, rotten hell. I just said, nah, well, I not mean, attractive. That's what I'm saying. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But so no. now let's talk about the main story. I, would, I think it could be considered the main story of the movie, well, which is... Well, it's the only one that had two parts. Yeah, it, had the big, it opened the movie and it closes the movie, which is That Yellow Bastard with Bruce Willis, which is one of the ones where at times the narrative comes off like a little, I don't know, unnatural, like I said. Unnatural, like the horrific situation that revolves uh, around the story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the horrible, horrible situation the, where... The multiple child abductor, rapist, murderer... You have... Uh, who has government protection. Yeah, Senator Work's son, who apparently likes to kidnap... Torture, rape, and murder. 
little girls. Yes. <laughs> great great character. We're doing a great ad libs here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Bruce Willis plays the good cop who's trying to save. In a world gone bad. Yeah. In a corrupt police department. <laughs> Jeff, do you want to take it? <laughs> I think you're doing a we're, good we're job. finishing each other's sentences. No, no, I think you should go ahead. He's on so many shows nowadays. He's just building up his chops. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I want Jeff to keep keep describing it. No, you can keep going. I'll, no, no, I'll no. Throw it in. No, I'm serious. Go ahead. Go. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a reactor. I don't think of things on my own. React to this. Whoa. We plan this show out so carefully and so meticulously. I lost my script. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It, it was kind of clunky. Uh, <laughs> it just came off as unnatural as I read it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, uh, Bruce Willis' character ends up saving the girl, Nancy, and ends up paying basically the ultimate price for it by going to prison, getting Beaten and basically being forced to say that he was the one that kidnapped and raped the girl, which is kind of depressing. Really. Yeah, horrifically. He was in prison for eight years. Yeah. Also, um, I like to point out the fact that his revolver shot people 40 feet in the air when he shot them with it. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty interesting the fact that he got shot uh, by, uh, what's his name? His partner, who plays oh, his partner, shit. Michael Madsen. Yes. Michael Madsen shot him about. I I didn't count, but I swear about fifteen times he got shot. And he survived. Well, they wanted to. I they worked it in while, where, the, where they said that you know uh, the senator Rourke paid to have him basically. He paid Jesus to yeah, bring him yeah, back yeah. from the. He dead. paid God to bring him back <laughs> from the dead and fix his whole heart. Issue. Oh yeah, he had, he had the the gina, the angina. Vagina. But he didn't actually fix his heart issue. No, he didn't. As you find out later. <gasps> doom, 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 doom. Oh, spoiler. And then yeah, there's the the weird thing where they finally let him out, and he tracks down Nancy, and she basically has this whole like crush. Stripper. Yeah. On oh him. god, this really creepy, uh, you know, daddy where she wants to thing. sleep with him. And so, yeah, she's like a stripper with daddy issues. I just couldn't. <laughs> well, it just I seems unnatural. Yeah. I just couldn't relate to that. That, that, was, that, that was a little too far <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, there goes our stripper fan base. God <laughs> damn it, Eric. Do you think is there one that you prefer over the other? Do you think the movies better than the books? Books better than the movies? Um, oh, I never saw the second movie, so I can't. Only one of us here has seen it, so... Who's, who's seen it? Jeff. What was your opinion on it? It was okay. Oh, okay. So, like, compared to the first one, I'm like, meh. I mean, it had good casting, except for uh, all the characters that had to be replaced because they died. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the actors died. Did they... Oh, yeah. Was Michael Clark Duncan's character in it? Yeah, he was oh, replaced yeah, by he a different enormous black man. There's two? There are two. <laughs> I checked. But yeah, um, he just wasn't. He just didn't have the same. Uh, I don't know. I thought they should have used Ving Rhames or something. And uh, with like elevator shoes. The most <laughs> I know about the movie is I know Dwight's characters in it. Who's he played by? Is it Josh Brolin? Yep, he's played by Josh Brolin. Yeah, he, he is eleven his... feet tall and purple, which I found strange. <laughs> and he had like some sort of a gauntlet he kept talking about. Like, <laughs> there's a there's an explanation for why he has a different face in that though. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so. They don't explain. Not, not that the actor died. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, Clive Owen's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> He's making Goonies three right now. Actually, Goonies. They skipped two. They did. No, I, I played they get two real for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? Oh, we, I actually I beat the game. It was pretty not. Uh, 
boring and repetitive. But you got to hit things with a yo-yo. That's cool. Were, were you playing as uh, the Asian kid in it when you hit things with a yo-yo? I don't know who it was. Actually, no, I think it was just Mikey. I used to have the biggest crush on Mikey. On, the, on Mikey. No, uh, <laughs> Josh Brolin? No, the one girl in it. Um, not the uh, one who had long hair. The, boyish the one with the braces. The one with the glasses. Yeah. The one, the one glasses. that uh, she was actually on the show Raising Hope. Yeah. Yeah. She's really? actually really pretty when she cleans herself up. Um, she was Dude. in a movie with makeup. That's the best she can do. Well, I, I mean, can't help. A, she was a model. I can't help but feel that like with Sin City, it was almost this like lightning in a bottle yeah. type of deal where it was so unique. That you couldn't wait 10 years so before you so different for the sequel. time. Yeah. <laughs> that I don't think I don't think if they even if they made the sequel like a couple years after I still don't think it would have I think it really would have helped it would have helped because yeah. you would have had the cast still alive I think yeah exactly not only that but like if they just you know strike when the iron's hot exactly like if, if, that ruins they, everything when they wait too long it like every show that comes every back, sequel usually, yeah definitely because they you know they're doing like the Independence Day sequel and I uh, I actually don't think that'll be horrible you can check that out at our last show. Jeff's opinion on that. Yes. Um, I said the exact same thing. <laughs> I think you actually did. I think it's <laughs> literally the exact same phrasing. Um, it's I like mean, we only talked about it like less than an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Eric, did you even have like any interest really in seeing the second one? I mean, you've read all the well, most of the books. I didn't even know it came out. <laughs> That's just how out of the loop you are? Yeah, basically, until a while after uh, it came out. Um, oh. It might have already been on... I don't know. Blu-ray by that point. The superior format. The superior format, not VHS. <laughs> not Betamax. No laser disc. I'm trying to remember whoa, whoa, whoa. like the full uh, cast that was in that one. Um, it had Marv, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke was in it. Mickey Rourke, Jessica Alba, Josh Brolin, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Rosa- uh, Cody Rosario Dawson. She's perfect. <laughs> Bruce Willis. And then not uh, for long. Powers Booth. Yeah, it had Powers Booth still in it. Such a great name. <laughs> Powers in a booth. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think of calling the president. <laughs> <laughs> I want to name my kid Powers. I know. Done and done. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the cast. It's a Powers Pooza actually has a that really does nice have a good name to <laughs> it. You could call him Pee Pee for short. Pee <laughs> Pee. <laughs> The cast actually, like, for the second one, looks pretty solid. So it's completely, you know, was it directed? befuddling me. It, it was directed by... Uh, Frank Miller and Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Same I, directors. Just, I don't know. It just seemed uh, like a... Like they were finally like, oh, shit, that's right. We said we were going to do this like yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> I mean, if I had never seen the first one, I probably would have liked it a lot more. I just felt that it was just a tamer version of the... Yeah, and like the... The story, I mean, I don't, was it just one story in the second movie or did they go? No, it was multiple stories, but I don't think all the, most of them weren't from comics that I've read. Okay, I think from the second one, I've only read uh, A Dame to Kill For, and that one isn't as good as any of the stories from the first movie, in my opinion. Yeah, that's another problem. I think they used all the B stories. Yeah, it it seems like they went for like the really good ones and packed them all into the one. Probably because they didn't have the intentions to make a sequel. And they said they, they were going to make a sequel no, they right had, after yeah, it was, and then it never came out. Remember, because we used to have a list when we worked at the theater, and I remember Sim, Sin City 2 being on there for literally the longest time and being like, oh, hey, Sin City 2 is coming out oh, shit. in April. Watch it. 
And then, and then push back. And nothing. then half the push cast back. died. Yeah, push back, push back, push back. Then, then Machete 1 and 2 came out. Yeah, then it came out, and I just didn't even know it came out because I didn't, lost interest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it goes back to, like you said, like striking when the iron's hot. You know, by then, like all of us that liked it had moved on and just kind of like. We all got married. You, and you fall out of. at the hospital. The, old, <laughs> the, the older. The free clinic. Hey, it wasn't a free clinic. I don't know why everybody keeps saying it was a free clinic. Dude, I tried I to correct insurance. him. I don't need to go to the free clinic. It's where people that don't have insurance go to. <laughs> I know, but I have insurance for once in my life. Um, Past the age of, you know, 25 or no, but 18. As you get older, stuff starts to fall under your radar that was important to you it's maybe true, 10 like, years ago. Like health insurance. That isn't important, <laughs> as important to you now. So the very fact that Sin City came out and not a lot of people saw it, and like you said, you kind of fell out of it, you didn't know it. I mean, the fact that it didn't do well and that reviews were lackluster is not really all that surprising, even though the cast looks pretty pretty top-notch. How many actual, like, Sin City books are there? Have they made? Do you know offhand? They have a bunch of... I it's like six ones, or so, right? I mean, I've only well, gotten like, the graphic novels, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, when it comes to the full graphic novels, uh, yeah, I was thinking more along the line like the full graphic novels. Well, there's a lot of, I, I don't know, at least three. Let me account for you. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Get back to me. One, <laughs> seven. I thought it was like six or seven or something like that. I don't know. There's so many little things. I don't really know. Okay, if somebody could find that out in this comment. Or leave it on our Facebook and let us know. Well, Tony's on his phone. He could look it up. <laughs> <laughs> so is Cody. I'm looking it up right now. He's looking at I tried that. to look it up earlier, actually. I, I couldn't find it. What the hell it. is Nambla, Cody? <laughs> 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 He's researching for the, the that yellow bastard. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was the one thing... The yellow bastard in that movie, when they showed him after he became the yellow bastard, he just looked like a yellow Elmer Fudd. <laughs> and everyone was just like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? That totally took me out of the movie, I'm not going to lie. And like, he bled yellow and yeah, apparently like, stank really I mean, bad. It, like, it was the exact same transition from the comics, but I think they made it too exact because it just took everyone out of the movie. Cause it was pretty bizarre. It was a yellow Elmer Fudd, and everyone was like, and he's just appearing in the cell. Yeah, everyone's like, what? Is this a demon? Like, is it a genie? Is what the hell's going on right now? Because it just appears behind him. Yeah, it's a gin. And, like, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they, it mirrors at the end, you know, when Bruce Willis shoots him. And then he's like, I take away his weapon. I take away his other weapon. And he literally grabs and rips his dick and balls off. <laughs> his wang dang doodle. His pecker and his balls. They had that earlier where it's like, I took away his weapons. And he shoots them. Shoots them in the balls. Yeah. With a uh-huh. gun that and shoots people 40 feet in the air. His father made him yellow so he could regrow his dick. I, how does that work? Do they explain that at all in the Well, book? you see science. Yeah, science. You don't worry science, about bitch. that. Yellow, this is, this yellow food guy. This is from the guy who worked on the script for RoboCop. So. No, I was, I was legitimately, when I was watching it last night, I was wondering, you know, do they include that in the books? Like how it... Oh, yeah, there's How like a 40-page surgery scene. <laughs> you don't sweat the small there's details. There's a montage of the penis regrowing. Yeah, it was, that, was, that was 206 panels of it slowly regrowing. Yeah, it's, like, it's actually kind of like, like the nine months of birth <laughs> simulations yeah. they do. So I'm going to go ahead and go with no on that one. Oh, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't All you get oh. is sarcasm in this group. For, that don't forget sarcasm. that. No was, real answers. It was derision. <laughs> <laughs> Distinct difference. There are seven issues, by the way. I mean, I know we're not technically doing like a, a official like CGC like rating of Sin City, but it was good. If I were to do one, 
It would definitely. Why not? Why don't we? I, if you want, you can. Yeah. We'll all just say, what's the scale again? You got to go. It's basically one to ten. You can do like ten. one point. <laughs> okay. It was perfect, just like Rosario does. <laughs> Cody has a has a, a big poster in his room that's like on the ceiling where he lays and it's just so Rosario oh, like Dawson. a teenage boy. Yeah. yeah. No, it has to be on the back of my door so my mom doesn't see it when she comes in. Mom, I'm busy. <laughs> Told uh, you to not bother me while I'm cleaning my room. I oh my gosh, you peeked out big time on that one. <laughs> Fucking deal with it. He's got. <laughs> but so, I would go. With like a seven point five, what? Yeah, savage you. Well, that's gotta keep savage it, you. Gotta that's, keep it real. That's a C. Yeah, that's a C. That's a, like that's a, a C plus. It's not even. A C You're plus, a C plus. Seven point five. That's just a C. I gotta keep it real. Which one of us uh, should sodomize him first? <laughs> <laughs> with a Tony. Gritty, with a gritty gritty like to <laughs> We're all gonna make him our Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they did bone, by the way. Didn't eight point nine. I don't think so. Eight point nine for Tony. Jeff. Ten point five. <laughs> this is my favorite comic book movie for years and years, right up until I saw um, Winter Soldier. Oh wow, Eric, you're new to this, so yeah, I'm new to the rating system. Um, five I'd is bad. Give it a. Works for me. (laughs) I feel bad giving it a 7.5, but you should. You should, Batman. Dick. I just have to keep it, keep it true. You just got to hate on it. Keep it real. Did I say one hateful thing about this movie? Wait, actually, I You're 7.5. Saying it's average. Last night, Mike was telling me, like, the thing that ruined um, Sin City for him a little bit was how he said Rosario Dawson was pretty ugly. (laughs) (laughs) I did see way too much of her. Yeah, me too. I didn't care for her at all. Do you got room in your new apartment, Jeff? (laughs) Not for people that like Rosario Dawson. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. We're, built, uh, we're building a secret tunnel between his house and my apartment. We meet in the middle. We talk shit about Rosario Dawson for 45 minutes. And then we crawl back. It's a good system. Well, you are living in Wyatt. There probably is actually a little tunnel already for the bootleggers. Right. They used to have those back in the day in some of those houses. They're right bootleggers. there in the river. All right. So let's Transform dive into... Uh, uh, my goods. <laughs> we haven't done a... Uh, that was... Tony, that was the most uh, he's put into this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's going to surprise me here. We're going to jump into our Kapowcast poll list, which is our oh, recommendations. Shit. Shit. <laughs> of, <laughs> we're supposed to think about that. <laughs> of books, movies, shows, something to check out that you m- might not have seen that may have fallen under the radar of everybody else. Apparently... Even though I gave them a little warning before we started recording. (laughs) I thought at least, like, when you were on your phone, I thought maybe at least you were, like, Surprise, surprise. That was called acting. (laughs) (laughs) Acting. (laughs) You're a regular John Lovitz. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I can go first. So do you have one, Tony? Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. So it's something that everybody can get caught up on really, really fast, and I have no idea why you wouldn't because it's a fantastic show, is The Flash. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Better than that Walking Dead shit or that new J.J. Abrams movie. (laughs) 
not talking about I have, I'm starting to have a feeling that Tony just wants to hate anything that I find any joy in. Whatsoever. No, you should see you should see this flash. Like it's it's a fantastic interpretation. No, I can interpret I this for you. He just really wants you to watch the flash. <laughs> it's like a sincere thing. Like, Jesus, watch this man. Because I've heard the same thing about Arrow and I've tried watching it and I've Doesn't the Flash tie in like to Arrow like two seasons in or something like that? Yeah. That's like I want to watch The Flash, but I want to catch up on Arrow first. It's uh, because I heard it has like huh. major spoilers if you watch it. I guess kinda because does it turn out that um, Arrow wasn't on the island from Lost the whole time? <laughs> the polar bear from Lost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I yeah, I guess I guess it kind of does have spoilers because they have those crossover episodes. Uh huh. And I guess in a certain way, one of them would give you a spoiler. But I think if you didn't know what the hell was going on, you would look at it and go, "What the f- what the fuck is this all about?" <laughs> like it's not really a spoiler, but it's it's kind of a spoiler. Like I don't if you know. Getting it's, into it's so... Green Arrow, you'd kind of be like, "Oh wait, I remember them saying yeah, something I, about something on the Flash." And I think that you would. Uh, I think it would definitely be one of those cases where he shows up and you'd be like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I, it's not that I don't want to watch it. I just haven't really uh, been it compelled just to watch it. You need to watch the, the old show before you watch this one. Oh, all. I love that where show. Where like, they had the big muscle suit the on. Velvety I muscle have suit. that whole show on DVD. Do you? I, Do I vaguely you? remember that. That's so he was in the show. He, he is in the Yeah, actually, right? the original yeah. Flash uh, plays Barry Allen's father. That is so cool. Does he wear the same suit? Uh, yep. <laughs> it looks really bad on him now because the muscles are bulging out on his. And then there's also the factor that Mark Hamill replaces his reprises. <laughs> yep, his role of the trickster. Yes, that's amazing. Which that was a really. Does fucking he wear the good exact episode. same suit? Uh, no, sadly he does not. <laughs> Those stills of he him. He never, he never, you, you, they do show a still in the episode of him <laughs> in the suit that's from awesome. back then. How does he look in the show as Mark Hamill? Mm, was it about as good as Mark Hamill can look. Yeah. <laughs> with like, his face isn't falling off. Yeah, but yeah. He's, he's dressed like his character in uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> yeah, Cockknocker. <Cock> <laughs> it is very similar. <laughs> it is very, like... Give or take, yeah. I can. Had he lost weight for Star Wars? I was then? trying to like, kind of, do that timeline. It, it, he's not as big as he was, but he's not as small as he was in okay. the Force Awakens. Might have been like while he was. Yeah, like in maybe like of, in the midst of like getting in shape oh for the God. movie. In the Force Awakens, when he turns around, he looks like a homeless person wearing a hood. <laughs> I want to know how much he got paid for that movie for his like five seconds. That's what I'm saying. Probably a million dollars. Enough. Yeah. I know Harrison Ford is the top. He got paid, paid one. twenty times as much as any other actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember reading that. Which is awesome. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, what do you got? Well, since we're on a Frank Miller trip, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to recommend. Robocop versus the Terminator. <laughs> it's That's actually, a Frank Miller book? Yeah, he wrote yeah. it. It is an excellent comic. It really inca- keeps the spirit of Robocop and the Terminator. Puts them together pretty damn well. Although it's mainly Robocop oriented because it takes place in the timeline of old Detroit. And uh, until like the second or third one where it gets really out there, I felt that it was just perfect and like really well written how the two of them could be put together in the same universe without it being really silly and over the top in a bad way. <laughs> Not in a good way. Yeah. The, oh, it, is, it definitely gets silly and over the top in a good way. Like, like I've actually, I remember reading a few 
of those uh, back in the day. And, yeah, it gets pretty... Is it that, like, classic classic Frank Miller dialogue? Oh, yeah. Like, RoboCop is really grim and gritty. Well, I mean, he wrote this... He helped with the script writing for RoboCop and RoboCop 2. Mm-hmm. And Frank Miller's completely out of his mind. Oh, oh yeah. Like every. <laughs> we just, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> like he's as out of his mind as like all the like every comic book writer that's been around for more than twenty years. He's just. Fucking he actually bonkers. had a cameo in Sin City, didn't yeah, he? He was he, uh, the he priest, was the confessor. Yeah. You know, I couldn't tell the difference between the priest and Cardinal Rourke in that movie. <laughs> I had such a hard time. I, I like, can, wait, yeah. Is that are they both Frank Miller? I uh, when I was watching it. Real quick, uh, I just thought it was such a weird thing. Like when he and I could tell he was trying to emulate one of the panels when he gets shot and he does this weird like oh. hand oh. motion. It's like <laughs> people don't move like that when well, they, they get shot. They do get when they're shot in the head in a confessional booth. That's exactly how they move. They <laughs> uh. <laughs> turn into Dracula. It was just a really. He was actually listening to Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> it was a really fantastic shot, though. Regardless. Oh yeah, it, it was hilarious and it felt really. Jeff, well. do you uh, do you have the Terminator RoboCop book? In, in physical copy? <laughs> yes. Now you're calling them no. out. <laughs> okay, I was going to see if I could borrow. No. I was going to see if I could borrow it from you. Not but... an easy one to find. Okay. Uh, legitimately. Yes. Yeah, Charles, do you have any? Oh, you had to call me Charles. He is well, mad at me. That's I, what that means. I, there's other things I want to call Charlie. you, but I'm waiting until after the podcast. Uh, I recently read uh, the Ghost World comic. Nobody cares. Now does Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I like the Ghost World kind of. Yeah, we watched that movie. Insult your guest. Yeah, it's the movie's very, very different from the comic. Oh, actually, that's what I heard. It's it's, <laughs> it's interesting. It's a slice of life. Yeah, and the the comic isn't. It's not one continuous uh, story. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of little panel, snippets from their lives. Basically, how many panels does Steve Buscemi have in the comic? <laughs> oh, he's he's not even like a character. In, well, he's like a brief character. Like that. Who does he play? I haven't seen the movie. I just finished the comic. Who does he play? He plays the, the you know, old the, the guy character. that bones one of the characters. No, uh. no, 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 no. That's not in the comics. He's uh, He plays the character like when they respond to that ad and kind of give a guy to show up to that. Oh, the creep. But, but that, that that story never goes anywhere. The character's yeah. gone after that. But they extend that make okay. a movie out of it. Kinda. Are you serious? They, that one scene. Just like, well, they kind of make a character. It's like four pages character. in the comic. Yeah. One little thing, and they stretch that out for yeah, the whole kinda. plot. Of, what wow. about the, what about they, the they guy with the mole? Like they just kind of make that character into a, an actual character instead of just... So the, the movie and the comic are two entirely yeah, different entities. They're just kind of like... You, taking those characters and putting them in a movie. <laughs> what what do you th- which do you think is the better, the movie or the comic? I mean, I don't know how the. Yeah. What about the guy with the mullet? Is he in the comic? Uh, there's oh, a lot I, of bad hairdos in them comics. Look, there's the, guy, the server. The guy that's so hungry that he could chew the crotch of a rag doll. <laughs> <laughs> hey, us Greeks invented democracy. <laughs> yeah, he also invented homos. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But no, that was uh, interesting. I thought that I thought for the longest time that that was uh, Art Spiegelman, the uh, American Splendor guy or whatever that wrote yeah, that. I don't, but. I don't know anything that you're saying right now. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> Our brains have collectively shut off. The movie is really funny though. But except, well, the worst part about it is Scarlett Johansson can't act, and it's like earlier in her career. Oh wow, she would be young. Yeah, she, it was she, before the all the surgery. 
She had surgery? Yeah, she had a lot of facial surgery. Yeah, she got like a nose that job. Face is not oh, natural. that's why her face doesn't move. That's why she looks like a reindeer. <laughs> I like reindeer. <laughs> she looks like Rudolph. She's red. It sticks out. She looks like she's caught in headlights. Yeah. I, I'm agreeing with the face that Tony is making at the comment. <laughs> uh, Personal opinion. I, I rarely compare women to reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> you just compare them to physical objects. That's right. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> I don't compare them to physical objects. <laughs> Eric. Uh, is there any I mean I know you don't read a lot of comic books but I know there's a lot of like more independent or maybe lesser known books that you might have read yeah nerd shit um <laughs> oh I, I, sure I'm not prepared for this um we uh, rarely are what the hell have I read before <laughs> it doesn't even necessarily have to be something you read it could be like something you've watched that you You're heard about all, all I've been doing recently is listening to the sword and scale yeah sword and scale podcast and learning about really fucked up true crime what is that stories uh, what is that What's podcast? That? Yeah, what is it? It's a true crime podcast, and they go way in depth about all these pretty messed up stories, I, usually. I think the best part of Sword and Scale, and I know we probably shouldn't be plugging a very famous podcast, <laughs> but I don't care. It's that good. They will have <laughs> use, like, uh, actual, like, uh, Sound ni- effects. 911 phone calls and stuff yeah. like hey, that. Yeah, right. And- like recordings and uh, it's like unsolved mysteries, yeah, like, but uh, podcasts. Yeah, but they go. It doesn't it goes have like ultra magnets. Disturbing. It, <laughs> it goes in depth until them, like in really disturbing. Did you listen uh, to the one episode where they had the audio recording? Um, this old guy, he kept having kids breaking into his house, so he sat there and that was in Michigan. He's uh, no, they were breaking into his house, and Wait, so he was sat Michigan? at the bottom of the stairs. And when they came down the stairs, because he knew... He shot they, them, right? Yeah, he shot them, and he recorded and he shot it. them in the head. Yeah, he recorded That was in it. Michigan, Jeez. I think. Oh, my God, can I finish a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's saying no. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah. He said no when I said it was in Michigan. He said no. <laughs> Anyways, he records it, and they play that was this in audio. Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> this is a train wreck. Uh, but he re- they record it, and you literally hear him talk himself, these fucking kids, <laughs> these fucking kids. And then you just hear that the door. That sounds really familiar. Yeah. I'm, it was, it, it in, was Michigan. in Michigan. It was in Michigan. <laughs> Fuck. Nobody Jesus. cares. Yeah, I'm, just let me finish the goddamn story, Jeff. How does it end? It's over now. Oh, well, then you did. But anyway, it's a really good podcast, and that's all I've been doing lately mm-hmm. when I'm not working. Good stuff. Yeah. I, so I highly recommend it. I do that <laughs> shit when I work. Um... I think in keeping with the Frank Miller motif, I would recommend you check out, if you haven't yet, and I'm sure one day we'll do a show discussing it, uh, DC Animation's Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Uh, do pick up the deluxe edition that has both parts one and two on it, so you can watch it all in one collective sitting. It averages out to be about two and a half hours long, close to like, it's pretty long. I it, At times watching it, I do feel like I need a... a breather but it's a really good representation of the book and they did a good job of making sure that they followed all the key points in the book and they didn't you know steer too far off it it has all the same adult stuff the joker is fantastic in it we watched it together we did and we'll probably watch it again hell yeah hell yeah all right it had my favorite robin in it uh carrie kelly Uh uh-huh i liked her a lot good character it was a very good character. Good story, for the most part. And then they did, like, the Dark Knight Returns. Uh, very bizarre. Dark Knight Strikes Again. Joker. And oh, I haven't read any of those. I've heard... Dark Knight 3, The Master Race. <laughs> That's literally what it's called. <laughs> 
Oh, Frank Miller. Never change. <laughs> he, he just loves that Nazi stuff. He All does. right. He's a big fan. We're going to, I think we're going to cap this one off. We had some laughs. I have a festering ball of anger in my stomach. <laughs> Towards Rosario Dawson. <laughs> and uh, leave her out of the <laughs> Until next week, I'm Mike. I'm Tony. I'm Rosario Dawson. <laughs> Cody. And our special guest. I am Eric. And we will see you next time, maybe Eric, on Kapowcast.